Blog Talk Radio. Remember the last couple of weeks, you're saying good morning, good afternoon, good evening. That's too long. Just say good day, and we cover the waterfront all the different time zone we're in. You're listening to another edition of our regular Saturday show, chatting with Dr. Leonard Richardson. Now, good news, bad news. The good news is the show's on the air. The bad news, if you want to call it bad, Dr. Richardson couldn't be here today. He had an emergency meeting to go to with the Friends of Denmark in preparation for next month's festivities. So I understand that. But we're here, and our good friend Valerie's here, and we have another surprise coming up for you. Now, in addition to all that, our show is going to be only half an hour today until we get back on swing of things next week. So let's go straight to Valerie, who's calling in, to give us some tidbits of whatever she has about Virgin Island history. Good day, oh. Valerie, or in your case, good morning. <laughs> yes, yes. Good day, everybody, and good day, as I've learned from Dr. Richardson. Um, yeah, yeah. It's wonderful to be here, and happy to share a little um, some snippets that I've been working on today. I think we're going to cover sure. a little bit about the history of the Creaky Marine Railway and some of the amazing um, vessels okay. that were hauled there or went oh. back and forth between um, the Dominican Republic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Our harbor um, was very, very busy in those days. In fact, still is today. So we've yes. been blessed when having such yes. a protective harbor. I know, yeah. I know, because other well, islands in the Caribbean well, don't well, have a harbor. Too. Yes, exactly. And the harbor's wide open, exposed to the elements. Mm-hmm. And thank goodness we are blessed to have a, a island, an island in front of our harbor that blocks all the horrible hurricanes and weather and everything else. As a matter of fact, the pirates use it to their advantage to use it as a gateway to block all the ships coming in and have to pay a toll coming in. <laughs> Could you imagine that? <laughs> that yes, that's another I story know. all by itself. We'll have to do that I one know. day. Yes. Yeah. I know. I, I love those okay. vintage postcards of all the barks and the great ships that were in the yes. harbor. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes, yes. Well, let me just mention a little bit about what we have on the website. I encourage our listeners to go to our website, blogtalkradio.com slash chat with Dr. Leonard Richardson. Dr. is D-R and then Leonard Richardson. When you go there, we have a slideshow, and we try our best to get everything in chronological order or chronological sequence. We have even have pictures, of course, from your the Creaky's house on Trumpeter Garden, but it's on the other side of the street heading east, or as Dr. Christian would say, heading up street. Mm-hmm. And not all the pictures are in chronological order, but nevertheless, we have some there. 
So I want to point those out to you today because it's interesting to see what's what back in the 40s, back in the 50s, and we use whatever was available at the time. Yes. So starting the today, we'll start at the library, which is Goddess Garda, and obviously Goddess Garda is a Danish name, meaning the gut and gut in their in, in, in their terms meant a canal, and a canal mm-hmm. wasn't a regular flowing canal, perpetual canal. It was a canal that brought the rainwater from the hillside straight out into the ocean or the Caribbean Sea. Mm-hmm. Now that is covered today, and it's a driveway. It's a roadway to connect the Main Street traffic with the Back Street traffic. So starting at the Enid Bar Library and Public Archives, we will head east. And I don't want to go into too much details, but because our collection will discuss in more detail next week, but I want to point out a few pictures to you and let you know that there's a picture of Miss Enid Bar, and we talked about her one time on this show, so... Oh, Be yes. aware of what uh, Ms. Bar's picture looks like. And then next to that, there's a continuation of pictures heading east adjacent to the library. There's a very tiny end, end piece of the library in the yellow and white. But next to that, it used to be the the drugstore. Mm-hmm. I think it was the Virgin Islands drugstore, I think it was called. That was a new yeah. one as opposed to the apartment all, all the way up. And this um, one looking at the pictures now. What, okay, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at the pictures the, now. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Across the street was the, the, the soda factory. And adjacent to the soda factory's red building, which was I. Levine. That's on the southern side of the street, or as we talked about last week, head in the west. Mm-hmm. Now go back to the left, and as we head east, you'll see a tall blue building. Uh, the Bamboo Law, I believe, was at the bottom of that building. And Dr. Uh, O'Neill's wife ran that store. And they had a daughter named Charlene. Charlene and I were in class together. Now, there's a street that we cannot see where very well in the picture, but it runs from left to right, one way and then towards the waterfront. And across the street on the left side is where Miss LaVita Cricky had her store. Mm. Now, there was another store adjacent to that. And I don't recall the name of the store. I think it was Kavanaugh's. I believe it was Kavanaugh's. And oh, adjacent Kavanaugh's. to that, or a little alleyway in between, there was La Gracia's store. That's where my nanny Lindo, Clarissa Lindo, owned that store. And that's kind of where I hung out as a kid. So <laughs> I'm going to go there. And adjacent to that was Des Robot and Company, the catalog store. And everybody went and got the Des Robot catalog to do all the things. But so when it was a Christmas wish list, I got my catalog and I take every toy page and said, that's what I want for Christmas. <laughs> and my mom said to tell Santa Claus and Santa Claus had a big list for me. And you know what happened to that catalog? No. <clears throat> he moved all the pages over vertically and make it a doorstop, a beautiful decorative doorstop. <laughs> it was big and heavy. There's nothing else to do with it except make it as a doorstop. And it was a search of the doorstop. Well, there are other stores going up the street, but I'm going to stop there right now because in addition to everything else, my voice is not tall enough today, and I don't want to keep pushing it. So Mm -hmm. let's stop for a minute and see any comments, questions you have about the pictures, Val? Well, you know that the Christmas um, 
a Christmas book. That's how we used to order our, our Christmas gifts. We used to go through that toy section, yes. circling all the yes, dolls exactly. and things that we wanted. I mean, that was exciting oh, yes. stuff. <laughs> you know? Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you could go into the catalog store, pick up your catalog, make your wish, and then go back to the store and pick it up. There was no... Yeah. I, I don't believe there was any direct mail to the house or your P.O. No. box. No, maybe one to the P.O. box. I, mm-hmm. I didn't have any of those. My Santa Claus didn't come by P.O. box or, or my home. <laughs> it came by way of wishing ahead of time. <laughs> okay. Yes, yes. Well, here's something that's interesting that, that I didn't remember, but I see a picture of it. If you go to the next picture that has the royal jewelers on the left. Uh-huh. <clears throat> It's a tall blue building next to what used to be Hayes store. Right, and right. Adjacent to that is a two-story building and has a balcony facing the main street. And to the from that direction, just east of it, is a two-story building with one of those. Now I forgot the name of it. What's the name of that window you have into the roof? The dormer. The dry, dormer. The, I was going to say drawer, mm-hmm. but that didn't make sense. Dormer, <laughs> yes, yes, Dormer, like sleeper. Yeah, I didn't realize there was one on the left side too. The only one I remember was on your mom's house, your family's house. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it was quite common, I guess. <clears throat> That's the only two villains I remember seeing that on, on Main Street. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Y- you know, um, and just to jump go- in a bit. You know, my my great grandmother. You know, she, she never went to the stores to shop. She actually had her nanny bring uh-huh. things to her house, and that's how she uh-huh. shopped. Like in the nineteen twenties uh-huh. and thirties, they brought all the dresses to the home, and she looked them over, and uh, picked out what wow. she wanted, and then sent the money. Mm-hmm. It was a little different wow, in her day. How we, yeah, how yeah. we adjusted accordingly to what we had and what didn't have. Which that's yeah. right. Now now okay. we have the internet. Well, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Not only internet, but we have telephone. And we have someone on the phone right now. This is a surprise that I had, that I've had for the audience. Remember oh. last week we were talking about the stores and businesses that surrounded the market square? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so Well, we have a gentleman who is, a descendant of one of the store owners or business owners in that way. Let me see if I can pull him up right now. Great. Good afternoon. Uh, this how you is, doing? Uh, the, okay, he's there. Good afternoon, Arnold. Welcome. I'm trying to keep you as a surprise, but you are the surprise exposed now. <laughs> Arnold or Eddie. Now, I don't know you by Eddie, but I know you as Arnold. I know you as Eddie. Say hello to Valerie. She's on the line. Yeah, hi, hi, Eddie. Hi to you both. Yeah, hi, nice you to both. have you. Same, nice to be on. Um, I'm not going to be here too great, long today because um, I have a I family know. wedding to go to in a little while, but I'll cool. come back next week if you want me to. Um, yeah, okay. um, That'd be my, my, na- my, my formal name is Arnold, but my middle name is Edward. So among the family, I'm known as Eddie. Um, but but um, All right. generally, people know me as Arnold, but... Um, but in the family, I'm Eddie. And the same thing, my brother Stephen, um, at home, he yeah. is known as Jerry from his, his middle name, Gerard. Ah. 
So Valerie had some inside information and called me Eddie. I did not know you was Eddie at all. Or I was confused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, even in school, even okay. in school, I was known. Even in school, I was known as uh, by the name Arnold. I was really only within the family yes. that that I'm called Eddie. Yes, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Yes, exactly. Because I always knew you as Arnold. Yes, quiet Arnold. <laughs> Walk down the stairs, back in one house. Yes, yes. So tell us about your father's uh, business or whatever else you have in mind that you want to share with us. Yeah, well, um, first of all, to, to correct something that um, that Dr. Richardson um, had mentioned last uh, week, um, okay. he mentioned um, he mentioned um, Myrna, who was um, a Spanish teacher and um, coordinator at, of uh, foreign languages at the Department of Education. She is Stephen's wife, okay. uh, Myrna. Oh, really? My wife is Helena, my wife is Helena um, Perkins, um, daughter of uh, Viggo Perkins, mm-hmm. who had the, the grocery shop in Savannah. So just that correct you. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, Dr. Richardson is now at the head of the class, but we have to take away his apple. Last <laughs> 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 you always say it so much as the head of the class. He still has a class, but we have to take away his apple. Okay, oh, no. I'm glad that you can help clear up that slight misunderstanding there. Okay. What else do you have going yeah, on? Yeah, no problem. Elena? Excuse me? Say again. Elena had two brothers, Al and Vigo, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, um, she's the youngest of, of, uh, of uh, Vigo Perkins' uh, children. Um Yes. He has uh, three bro- had three brothers. One of the the eldest one died of cancer um, a few years ago, and um, she had oh, uh, two older sisters also. Um, the oldest of, mm-hmm. of her sisters also died um, some years ago. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah. I only know of the three. Uh, yeah, well, Helena, they, they lived Al, the same time. Yeah, um, Helena, Helena Allen, and. Big. They go um have lived oh. pretty much their their lives on St. Thomas. The other three siblings mm-hmm. um moved to California quite a long time ago and, and their families are located in California. Okay, okay. Anything else you want to share before you have to run? Yeah, come tell um, us about the shop. Eddie, tell us about the shop, oh, yeah, your dad's yeah, shop. Yeah, um yeah, my father, um Value gave me a picture from I think it was 1930 um, mm-hmm. of my father um, and another gentleman who I believe was his uh, uh, younger brother Ernest um, fixing your grandfather's um, Studebaker car. Mm-hmm. And oh, really? he, uh, Val had sent sent that picture to me a year or two ago. Um, and I guess that was the beginning of his interest, of my father's interest in auto repair. And by about 1934, 35, um, he opened, or he bought a um, auto repair shop that was, um, I'm not sure exactly, but somewhere on, on Lower Main Street, or past on Main Street. Um, towards going towards the Catholic Church, somewhere in that area where the um, really? board building is, some, somewhere in that area, there was an auto repair shop called 300 Garage. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And around 1934-35, he bought that garage that was that. the beginning of his business. And then in 1939, he bought the property behind the Market Square where his, his uh, Your Service station um, was located until he retired in 1969. So I, I used wow. to, when I was growing up, I was going to St. Peter and Paul School, and, and every afternoon after school, yeah. I would go to the garage and hang hang out there until it was time for him to go home, and I'd go home with him. But um, I spent many, yes. many um, after schools and many Saturday mornings um, at the garage learning to trade myself. Oh, really? um, I, used, I used to do a rich yeah. serv- um I eventually got to where I could do... Um, Service jobs on cars, change up brake brake pads. Wow. And, you know, I knew my my way around that. an engine for a, a bit. <laughs> wow! So I could bring my car over to you for repairs, huh? <laughs> well, I'm kind of rusty now, especially with the electronics that the new cars have. I know, I know. I'm just messing with you. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> okay, great. Now listen, I know you're that's the time, so I'm not going to take too much time. Next week we'll have you on a more in-depth discussion. But tell the audience, <clears throat> excuse me, about your book and where can they reach it? Your book, The Island Boy Meets Island Girl. Um, yeah. Um, like oh, about five years ago, I, I started to become interested in in family history, and um, with the help of of um, a cousin who's into genealogy, also um, who, who's a cousin, like about six, uh, I think a fifth cousin of mine um, in the Van Viva outside from St. Croix. Um, we got uh-huh. together, and, and that became my beginnings of becoming interested in, in genealogy. Um, so oh. I started to, to research and, and you know, um, put together a family history and um I self-published that through um, a company called Lulu.com. Um, they are the ones who invented the um, print-on-demand um, book publishing. Oh, really? In other words, you don't have to print a thousand books and have them sitting on a shelf until somebody buys one. Um, people can yes. go to the website, and the, the book is printed when someone orders it. So it, mm. it's um, you know it's it's good for for anyone who wants to. Um, to publish but doesn't want to invest a big amount of their own money um, to to print books that may or may not sell. Uh, that's a good way. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but my book, sure. um, as you said, is called Island Boy Meets Island Girl, Our Life on the Rock. And um, this is um, Life on the uh, an expanded edition. <laughs> the the, <laughs> the original version was about 200 pages, and this one I've added so much to it that it now 350 pages. Um, wow. It's like a, a huge book, about almost an inch and a half thick um, paper oh, no. size. Oh, no, let me yeah. help you. That's not, that's, that's not a family book. That's a history book. Three hundred fifty pages? My goodness. Oh. Wow. Yeah, right, right now, um, yeah, it it is, it's filled it's, with so many heavy. pictures. Yeah, yes. yeah, it's very um, um, graphic intensive in terms of, of the number of pictures. You know, hundreds of pictures Fantastic. going back um, 
to the earliest days on the island, you know, where photography was available up to the current. Um, very detailed family history. Mm-hmm. And, um, well, I, I have a personal website. Yeah, I have a website that's called uh, sandcastlevi.com. And if you go there, sure. um, click on the book, uh, click on a link that says books, and it'll give you um, descriptions of um, several books that I've, I've uh, written and published. Um, this one is, is narrative. I have a, a collection of um, photo books also. There's one that's um, over 200 pages with, with hundreds of pictures of of the Virgin Islands wow. uh, from from nineteen from the nineteen hundreds up to the present time, and and several wow. other photo books like like that one. So if anyone is interested, um, they, they can go they can go to uh, sandcastlevi.com, and um, they can they can see the books there, and they can um, purchase copies if they want. Um, some of my, some of the books are available also at um, Pamela Rich's bookstore at the Crown Bay um, Marine Terminal. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. the Owl and the Owl and the uh, Horse. Um, some of the books are yeah. available there also. Fantastic, Arnold. Thank you very much for coming in. Thank you for surprising our audience with your. History, your extended 350-page book that is now a history <laughs> book. I may not be the governor, but I'm declaring it a history book to be in the schools, obviously. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Thank I'm looking at the website right now. Thanks, Eddie. Okay. Nice Very to good. speak with you. Take care now. Say All hello. the best. Okay, bye-bye. Steve Hurst, okay. Very good. Thanks for talking in. Appreciate it. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Thanks, uh, Thanks Eddie. Eddie. Yes, Eddie. <laughs> now it's oh. straight in my head. Eddie is on it. <laughs> you got to be family to say Eddie <laughs> now. <laughs> yes, I know. I know. <laughs> Eddie was my neighbor, but that's not close enough. Not family. Close, but no cigar. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's okay. I'm going to plug in and stop by. Yeah, that was really neat. Yeah. We'll yeah. Be- well, having that, he's got an, go into more detail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's got an amazing website. I'm well, checking it out right now. Very good, very good. Don't check it out too long because it will like you to come back and tell us about the harbor, mm-hmm. the ships in the harbor, and whatever else you have goodies up your oh. sleeve. So. Yeah, you want to hear a little bit about the history of the Creaky Marine Railway? Yeah, yeah, by all means, yes, yes, please. Okay. All right. Well, back in the day, <laughs> back in the early okay. 1900s, it was the Marine re- Repairing Slip, and it was in pretty bad shape. And uh, they were trying to lease it or sell it, and they finally auctioned the property. And our ancestor, <laughs> our great, great, two greats, grandfather, Henry Osmond Creaky, believed he was the man for oh. the job. And, uh, yeah, he was from Anagata, wow. so he was a mariner, the son of a mariner, so he knew all about the sea, and uh, he put in a bid for the property and actually won it, and, um, you know, the wow. real work began. It took him two years, almost two years, to fix it up, adding new rails and whatnot before he was able to open, and it was pretty exciting. It, it uh, turned out to be a flourishing enterprise. You know, he advertised everywhere. Wow. So boats were coming from Puerto Rico, from the U.S., 
You know, he had sloops and schooners and barges. And yeah. um, wow. what's re- really amazing is that uh, he kept such good records. So we have all the invoices and the photographs of the boats and the names of the captains. Wow. So you know what, the work that was done. I mean, really, really fascinating for our maritime wow. history. Yeah. And um, yeah, so now I'm getting the chance to share it all on the blog on VintageVirginIslands.com. Yeah. We're, we're opening up our albums and we're sharing our family pictures because nowhere in the world will you see the photographs of these vessels or the workmen um, or the wow. invoices. Yeah, so it's pretty, pretty cool. Wow. And you know what is amazing so that I just, I made an amazing discovery today when I was reading this story again. The money, okay. the the money that he used, the seven thousand dollars that he used to buy this property, came from the winnings, lottery winnings from the Danish West Indian lottery. Yeah, I, <laughs> I just, yes, he won. Henry O'Quickie won Whoa. thirty thousand U.S. dollars in February nineteen oh five, which is equivalent of one hundred and fifty thousand francs. And that is wow. what he used to buy the property. And as well, the um, wow. the Creaky Alley 1, 2, and 3. Yeah, I just yes. put that together yes. today. I said, oh, my gosh. Because a lot of people talk about how wow. he, won tre- he found treasure in Norman Island in the cave, which, of course, I still believe. Wow. That's another story. But, yeah, he got the money for, yes. this, for, for this purchase. It was lottery winnings. Wow. Yeah, so. Pretty exciting now, the stuff. Property you're talking about, the, the property you're talking about is over on uh, Hassel Island. Is that correct? Yeah, it's over on the on the on the end there on Hassel Island. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Station, one of Station the Station oldest. Right yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. one of the oldest steam-powered marine railways in the Western Hemisphere. Yeah. It's pretty historic, and and now of course you know you can take. St. Thomas Historic Preservation, you know, you can take tours there and whatnot because um, yeah. it's a national park now. The family sold it in the 70s to the federal government. Wow. So now they've they've done a big so project my, restoring it. Wow. Sorry? So my yeah. balcony is standing here right now looking at it across the bay. Wow, amazing. There's a tall yeah. tower of a smoke of some kind. Yeah, it's right there where the ships would be pulled up out of the sea. There's a ramp there, a wide ramp. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, obviously, they had all kinds of ships coming in there. And mm-hmm. right here in St. Thomas, we were at the end of, that, of Castle Island. Wow, wow, wow. Amazing. Amazing. What I a know. rich history if, we had here in the island. Yeah. If the walls could talk, you'd, the, you'd be surprised. Yeah. What about other ships traveling throughout the uh, West Indies? Any go to San well, Domingo? Well, you know, a lot of the local boats, yes, they were taking our ancestors from St. Croix, from Tortola, from Virgin Gorda, even Anagata. They were going up to Santo Domingo to work on the, um, the sugarcane harvest. They were paying the highest amount, oh. 20 to $30 a week. So all the breadwinners wow. were going there on sloops wow. and schooners wow. like La Gracia, Irma II, the Faith, the Eagle, the Fancy Me, all of these, uh, the Spider, wow. All of these ships, these, these boats are our are, are history. These are the ones that were taking our men up there and back and forth. And, of course, you know, there are tales of, you know, some of them that never made it back home, like the fancy me. 
you hey, know, sad parts of okay, our history just, as well. Yeah, I got a question but, for you. Mm-hmm. They didn't have GPS in those days, so obviously they may be there, but did they have trouble coming back sometimes, missing the mark? Well, the trouble with coming back, it wasn't that they didn't know where to go. Oh, no, it was in the weather and the storms. Oh, the weather. And uh, all they yes, had were barometers. Yes. You know, and our great-grandfather, every day he looked at the barometer. Every day he talked about it with his wife and what, it, what the oh, reading yeah. was. So it was a part of their yeah. life. But no, some of these hurricanes wow. and winds and squalls just came out of nowhere. And that was a sad story on the fancy me. But I've written about that on the blog. So, you know, they can search for these names on the search box at VintageVirginIslands.com. And they can read about the eagle and the fancy me and the to windward and La Gracia. All of these are there as well as pictures, which is another amazing thing. You know, when I could could figure out the names of some of these boats, I said, look at the stories they're telling who knew, you know, when you go wow. through the newspapers and it was all there and in drips and drabs, so it was a bit yeah. of a treasure hunt. Yeah. But um, mm-hmm. we have 30 seconds, less than 30 seconds. Can people subscribe to your, to your blog? Sure. They can visit. They can sign up for the newsletter. I'm going to be working on some exciting projects coming up, and uh, especially, you know, this wow. year is a hot history year. And uh, and there's yeah. lots happening with the transfer and so forth. So yes, mm-hmm. just just visit mm-hmm. vintagevirginislands.com. You'll find me on Facebook and everywhere thank else. So great, thank you. Really thank, you. I w- thank you, thank you very much for spending time with us and sharing all you have to share. Man, it's amazing, it's amazing. I wish well, we had more time, but we're just about out of time. And we'll catch you next week. And thanks again, Val. You are really a contributor, a featured contributor. Thanks again. See you next <laughs> You're week. You're welcome. All the best. Bye. Thank you.